Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at NewBalance.com. Welcome back, Cracked fans, to another edition of the Cracked Interviews podcast. I'm your host, Alex Gruskin. Again, no beating around the bush. It is college tennis season. It is that great. You can smell the individual tournament season in the air. So thrilling to have that part of the game back in our lifestyle. And that is why I am so thrilled to introduce today's guest. She is now a senior at the University of Miami, the ITA preseason number two singles player in the country, and of course, the 2019 NCAA Women's Singles Champion, Estela Perez-Somariva. Welcome to the Cracked Interviews podcast. Hi, thank you very much for letting me speak. Um, I'm just really honored, and I can't wait to talk to you guys, and you know, um, hopefully you get to know me a little better. Yeah, well, if you wanted to have me blushing in the first minute, you succeeded. Uh, the honor, <laughs> believe me, is all ours. It's not every day you get to talk to an NCAA champion. And, you know, now coming into your senior year, I guess that's where we'll start. Just how are you feeling with that in the background now looking forward to your last year of college tennis? Well, I'm really excited for my last year. Um, that tournament gave me, I think, a lot of confidence. Coming into this season, I think that I learned a lot. Um, I was able to experience, you know, um, tough moments, and I was able to go through it and play my, my best tennis. So I'm really proud of what I did, and I'm just really excited uh, for what's coming, and I can't wait to be back competing again next to my teammates and my coaches. How does someone, after having you know the sort of success that sort of run at the NCAA singles, how did you come down from that moment to you know recenter yourself, refocus to get and not get caught up in you know winning that title? Well, um, honestly, it took me some days to uh, come back to life, <laughs> <laughs> but um, after that, I think um, that's just another tennis tournament. Um, I think that. Um, I'm thinking long term right now and there are so many things that I need to improve and work on and that obviously gives me confidence you know it's a it's a really important title and it's it's just really special to to be able to achieve that but there are so many things that I want to achieve in the future um, and this season with my with my team and there are so many things that I need to work on and improve that um, that's just in the back of my head, and um, I'm just thinking, you know, um, for for this year, and, and, and that's it. It's just another tennis tournament. Yeah, and the reason I ask is because, I, you know, when doing research and getting ready for tonight's podcast, I noticed I don't think you played any ITF events this summer, and, you know, you feel like after you get a big title, I, I can only imagine what your confidence is like after that run. Why, <laughs> why did you make that decision to not play any pro events? Well, when I decided to come to college, um, I wanted to just play tennis, like college tennis tournaments. 
and don't play a lot of ITF tournaments. Uh, not because of any special reason, but I just wanted to invest myself 100% to, to college. And I mean, again, that tournament was amazing. And I think that my tennis just um, improved during that week a little bit, uh, not only my tennis, but also my, my mindset. Um, I think that I just needed some rest because the season is, is very long and you need to get ready for, for the next year. And I wanted to improve some things on my, on my tennis. I wanted to improve my surf a little bit. Um, I wanted to, to improve my fitness. So I think that um, I've worked on those two things and I, I think it's going to help me um, in the future. And I, I believe you went back to Spain after the run, right? You got to spend some time at home? Yes. Actually, the following day of the final, um, I had my flight. So we had to <laughs> basically um, go back to Miami as soon as possible. And I was able to make it, but we were basically rushing. And <laughs> I went back home for, for like a month. And then I came back to Miami to practice again and take some online classes. Was it nice to just be home, be out of Miami, kind of be away from it all in that moment? Yes. Also, my family, they they mean the world to me and also my friends and uh, former coaches. A lot of people back home were supporting me, um, you know, during the whole year. And the fact that I was able to win um, was very special, not, not only for me, but also for them. I think they, they felt very proud. So just the spending time with them and feeling like feeling home, you know, feeling like, like at home, um, that, that feeling is just very unique. And it was just nice to, to go back, yes. Of course. Hopefully they threw you some sort of parade, right? They all knew you were coming to the airport and they were like, Stella, <laughs> woo! Well, actually, yeah, my my sisters <laughs> and my dad were were waiting for me at the airport with some balloons, and and yeah, it was it was pretty funny actually. Yeah, you did. It's what a champion deserves. I love <laughs> to hear it. Um, well, you know, again, I, I do want to talk about the NCAA's, and you know, since we've opened that can of worms, might as well get it out of the way now. That mm -hmm. run for you now, of course, you came in as the number one seed, so it's fair to say you had shown that level of tennis throughout the season. You don't get the number one seed without earning it. Um, but coming into that event, your team had been knocked out. I think it was in the round of 32. Uh, how do you make the adjustment from you know team season and maybe the bitterness of losing that match to Oklahoma State, I believe 4-3, to rebound mentally and compose yourself to put together a run like that? Um, well, I mean... Losing against Oklahoma State was tough um, because I think our team had a lot of talent, and we was like we basically um, had to make some adjustments, and we we weren't able to do that. So it was tough, but um, I think it helped us to get better. It made us stronger, definitely. So I knew that the moment we lost, um, even though I was. I was sad because um, some seniors graduated and I obviously wanted to do amazing with my team. Um, even though I was sad, I think it, it I knew that that moment was going to make us so much better as a team, as a unit. So I was calm about that. And there are also many, many girls 
um, coming into this year from last year. So it was it was okay. And then I just I just wanted to do amazing at that tournament. I I experienced some tough situations in my freshman year and my sophomore year, and I think that that helped me a lot. I knew what what I was expecting, and I don't know. I I guess that I just wanted to win very very bad, and I um I just wanted to do whatever it took me to to achieve it. You know. Yeah, absolutely. I I want to ask just on a fun note, what was more challenging, the day in day out grind of the tennis or the fact that you're playing all of these matches with maybe every single mosquito in Orlando <laughs> on your court? Actually, the first day that we got there, I looked at my coach and I'm like, mm, we might have a problem here because you know, <laughs> I hate bugs and I hate mosquitoes. But then but then she was like, you know what? These this like this is another challenge that you have in front of you. This is like, like an opponent. So you just need to figure it out and and try to handle it and, and manage it. And, you know, um, she she knew that I was going to be okay. Yeah, and uh, I mean, that, that obviously I'm saying that for fun, but you came out rocking, you know, your first two matches. You win 0-1 in the first round. I believe mm-hmm. you win 2-0 in your second round match, and you're just cruising. What, you know, was it something about the conditions? Was it, as you mentioned, you came in fired up because of the way your season ended and you were so focused? Why? What was it that allowed you to have this success in Orlando? Well, I think that I had a really good mindset, honestly. Um, I was just, I was just enjoying also a lot, just being there, being there with my coaches and, um, I don't know. I, I guess that I was just super excited to be there. The fact that I was playing in Florida also helped. Um, I love playing, you know, in the heat with the humidity and, um, I love those conditions. So that also helped a little bit. And again, the mindset truly makes a difference. And that week I was like, I'm on a mission. Nothing is going to bother me. Um, I'm going to face many, many challenges. And I just need to be able to to play my best tennis, to stay calm, um, to know that I'll be okay. And and I was able to, to do that, which, which is actually great. Yeah. Would you say, and I, you know, we don't, we're not going to get into every particular match, but again, round of 16, six all in the third set against Paula of VCU. Was that the most nerve wracking moment of the tournament? <laughs> Actually, um, that moment was, was a special. Um, I'm going to remember <laughs> that match forever uh, because it was very tough physically, physically and mentally as well. Um well, first of all, I mean, she played an amazing tennis match, so I have to give a lot of credit to her. But I was actually kind of emotionless at the end of that match. Um, I knew that I just had to, to stay there, to stay tough, um, to be relentless, which is something that, that I do pretty well when I'm, when I'm confident and playing my best tennis. And I knew that I just had to... to to play Stella tennis, Miami tennis. And um, I was just able to do that and no emotions, no, no fear. Um, just, you know, playing, playing aggressive and my tennis and it, it definitely worked out. Uh, if Estella Perez tennis is going to be a new brand of tennis, I'm in. 
you know, sign me up. NCAA champion. Yeah, it sounds like it works. Um, you know, I, I do. You mentioned getting to play in Orlando and how special that was for you. Uh, you know, in the final, you obviously played the number two player in the country, Katarina Jokic. It's the exact matchup college tennis fans everywhere want. Uh, not only, you know, we're treated to a, a three set match, but for you getting to play in Orlando, was there a home feel vibe? I know Miami, Orlando, opposite sides of the state, <laughs> uh, but did you feel like that you had a Miami contingent traveling with you? Yes, definitely. <laughs> also, I remember in the finals, some of my friends and former teammates came to, you know, cheer for me and and support me and it was just so much fun to to see them there on the stands um screaming and getting crazy every time i won a point that also helped and like as i said i love playing in the heat with the humidity and and the mosquitoes as well so <laughs> at the end of yeah. the day um it was like like playing at home and that helped, yes. You, you talk about the crowd in that moment. And, you know, you get the cliche answers from people. I was blocking out the crowd. I was so focused on the match. Uh, was that true? Because in NCAA championship, it doesn't happen every day. And now while you have the chance to defend your title this mm-hmm. year, and it's going to be fun to watch, uh, that is such a special moment. Do you take time during the match to embrace that, to soak it all in? Or, you know, is the cliche true? Are you so lasered in that you almost miss out on that aspect i actually miss out on that aspect yes (laughs) um i think that we play a lot of tennis matches during the during the year with a lot of crowd like like a lot of people and we're just used to this we're used to the noise we're used to the crowd we're used to the cheers in the middle of the points so it's it's something that um that shouldn't bother us um, but I don't know. In in that match, I was just really focused. I was just um, talking to my coach, listening to to what she was telling me, and and I wasn't thinking of the crowd at all. I could hear them, which is amazing, and I could hear my name and Miami and Miami Top and and all that stuff. But I wasn't really thinking of that. <laughs> no, it, that makes it look. That's why you would win in those moments, and I would lose because I'd be like, "This is just." <laughs> I'd just be wandering. I'd be swatting bugs. I'd be just, you know, fixing the hair. All these different things. So yeah, that that's what it takes to win. Now on the goofy side, um, and we'll do a rapid fire question later on. But the coolest thing that has happened to you since you know as a result of winning that title was it? I don't know if you've been honored on the field yet during a football game. I'm sure that will happen at some point, but a moment like that that really stands out to you? Um, Wow, let me think. I don't know. I mean, actually, the other day we took the pictures for for this year and I was able to take some pictures with the trophy and I didn't have my trophy in my hands since (laughs) since I won. So it was pretty special to, you know, hold it again and take some pictures. It was like a throwback moment. Um, But I think I'm I'm getting the, the ring in a few weeks and I'll be honored on the field um, in a few weeks as well. So I think those moments are going to be, you know, pretty cool. Well deserved. too. That's <laughs> going to be such a cool experience. I, I look forward to, you know, seeing the video because that's the the perks of doing it, having the sort of success you have had. Um, with that in mind, even before you were an NCAA champion, even before you made the decision to go and play college tennis at the University of Miami, how did you get involved in the game of tennis? 
Introducing Coco Golf's signature shoe, more than just a tennis shoe. It's a fusion of 90s inspired style and cutting edge performance technology with its sleek mid cut silhouette. It's designed to enhance speed and power on the court. The multi piece upper construction delivers high energy return for players of all levels. Whether you're a seasoned pro or just starting out, the Coco CG1 empowers you to dominate the game. Learn more and purchase the Coco CG1 at newbalance.com. Well, actually, um, I started to play tennis when I was four years old. So, yeah, a long time ago. And I remember playing against the door of my house, like the door of my kitchen, <laughs> with my dad's racket when I was three or four. And basically, my parents realized that I needed an actual court to play on. <laughs> So, um, yes, that's how I started playing tennis. Um, I started going to this club. Um, it was 30 minutes away from, from Madrid. And I don't know, I was just practicing and my coach realized that I could actually play very well, that I had a lot of potential. And he told my parents and my parents were really new in the sports industry. They didn't know anything. So they just trusted my coach and um, they realized that tennis just was my passion since the beginning. Um, and since then, I've been improving. I've been playing tournaments. I've been enjoying this journey a lot. And I'm looking forward for, you know, uh, for the future and uh, what I can accomplish. So you talk about that door you played when you were three or four. Does that make the door also an NCAA champion? Yes, why like, not? <laughs> yeah, right. Like there's no way. I mean, having played against a few walls myself back in the day, I never won. Like, the, yeah, you know, the wall always wins. So I love that mentality. But for you personally, I, I, I you know, looking through, I know you didn't play too many uh, ITF junior tournaments. You didn't play, you know, that many ITF pro circuit events really either before starting your college tennis career mm -hmm. um but for you you know for you what was it about you know did you always see yourself following the sport taking it as long you know playing it as long as you could was it you know when did college tennis become a part of that decision making process just when did you decide to fully commit to the sport well so i remember i was um doing my last year of high school and Every tennis player wants to go pro. Every tennis player wants to do amazing and be part of the top of the top hundred of the WTA uh, circuit. But then um, there was a point that I realized that I well, first of all, I knew that I had to improve many things um, on my game in order to become professionally. Also, um, some stuff of my personality. I, I thought that I had to, to mature a lot and, and become tougher. And also, um, economically, my parents basically couldn't afford just me deciding to travel around the world and, and, and play tournaments. So those three things were crucial for me in order to consider other options, other alternatives. And then I found out about college tennis and the amazing opportunities that student athletes have in the United States. And I don't, like all of a sudden, I just started uh, researching about it and knowing more about universities, tennis players that have come through, through college. And I don't know, I, I visited five different universities 
And I came to Miami and I just fell in love with, with the culture, with the people, with the weather, with the city, with the coaches, with everyone, like everything. So <laughs> that's how I started this journey, basically. Yeah, and for you, I'm just curious from a recruiting perspective, you'd mentioned you visited five schools. How did you come in contact, you know, were these coaches reaching out to you? Obviously, you know, any coach who reached out to you, it will, you know, your coach at Miami, well rewarded for that decision. Um, but, you know, what was it, uh, you know, how did that process work for you and what you mentioned falling in love, but, you know, what specifically was it about Miami that made you choose it as the program for you? Well, I was with my former coach. I was with my former coach for fifteen years. So for me, the coaching staff was the main factor in order to make a decision. Um, also, I practiced alone my whole life, and the fact that I had a team with me every single day practicing was amazing. So also, um, the the like my my teammates were were also like another factor to consider and I don't know um, I did all this process with an agency back home and they helped me to reach out to these coaches and talk to them that they, that helped um, for the communication was really easy and I don't know when I visited Miami I just loved it um, academically also it's an amazing school and the balance between athlete, like academics and, and tennis is is amazing and everything is just made made for you to be great. So that's what I thought when I came in for the first time, and that's what I think uh, three years after. So um, I guess it has to be true. Yeah, exactly. Something must be working out there. And again, for our listeners who are unaware, prior to your time in Miami, you were numbered as high as number twenty-five nationally in the by the Spanish Tennis Federation, number eight seventy-two in the WTA in singles. You had made five ten thousand or ten k single tournament quarterfinals. Mm -hmm. um, so you know your tennis level to that point coming into college, obviously a strong level. But then for your freshman year, um, what you know. College tennis is still unlike any other, you know, aspect of tennis. You have the team environment. You have the fact that you're practicing more than you're playing. All of these different things. Mm -hmm. uh, what for you was the the hardest parts of transitioning, and just what is it like when you transition from professional tennis to the college tennis world? As an international student, being away from home is not easy. Um, you miss your family. You miss the food. You miss the culture. You miss um, those little things. But the, um, the American system is, in terms of practicing, is different comparing to the uh, European or Spanish system. I think that that was the, the hardest part for me, uh, to just get used to the schedule, um, the, the way of practicing, um, also having teammates, coaches. As I said, I, used to, I, I was used to practicing alone. So the fact that I had teammates was was just a little different. And I think that that was the hardest part. Also, the fitness here is huge. And I think I've actually developed a lot of my fitness since I got here. Uh, but just getting used to the, the practices and, and the training, that was just a little hard at the beginning. 
Yeah, well, obviously, you know, on the court, things worked well for you. For anyone who didn't know, as a freshman, you made the NTA singles fi- uh, semifinals. You were an ITA All-American, first team All-ACC. So you were able to find your success on the court. Um, but you talk about that transition off the court for you in particular, coming from an international background uh Given your perspective, well, uh, you, you mentioned again having teammates, all of these different things. Uh, but there's the academic side as well, and I would point out you were also an ITA scholar, athlete, <laughs> and all ACC academic team member. Uh, yes. That, why is that something you've also, and how have you managed to find time to also prioritize that? Well, I think that since I'm very young, my parents have taught me to to know how to balance both things, academics and tennis. So since I was little, I couldn't practice if I didn't get good grades in school. So I think that basically um, helped me to, to, to consider school as something important. And I don't know, I really enjoy studying. I really enjoy my major. And I think that that like it also helps me to be more focused on the court because I don't know I'm just busy all the time so um, <laughs> I don't have a lot of uh, free time to do other things and I I don't know I guess that I'm just you know in the zone uh, 24 hours a day and and yeah it's 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 been great. Yeah, look, I, I said one time, I should mention three-time ITA scholar-athlete. Uh, <laughs> no, that that deserves some credit. That's so difficult to do, especially when you're competing, you know, near the top of the NCAA game as well. And, uh, you know, you know, rounding out, uh, looking for this season for your team, uh, you guys are in the ACC, and obviously that is arguably the best conference in college tennis with you guys, with UNC, with Duke, uh, yes. NC State, I think, was a top-10 team last year as well. Um what is that competition like week in, week out? Would you say that helps bring out the best in your game? I mean, definitely. I think that the fact that we are in such a tough conference uh, forces us to practice at such a high level every single day of the year. Um, we don't like we like every week that we play is another challenge that is actually like really, really tough. And we need to overcome that. And in, in order to do that, we need to practice um, every single day, like so hard. And I don't know, it's, it's just, it's uh, like, I think it just pushes us to be better, um, not only as, as individuals, but, uh, but as a team. And it's, it's been great. I think that it really helps us. I mean, it, it speaks to the fact that, you know, you continue to have success uh, in the rankings in the at the NCAAs uh, that, you know, you must be tested week in, week out. Something must be going right in the ACC conference. Exactly. Uh, for, you, for you in particular this season, I think you guys only lost two seniors off of last year's team. Uh, look, you've, you've accomplished everything you could want individually, and, you know, obviously academics is something you prioritized, but heading into this last year of college tennis for you, uh, how, uh, this is a stupid question because the answer is obviously you're locked <laughs> in, this is what you want, but how important is getting an ACC championship to you? Almost like the missing piece of your resume. Honestly, I want to accomplish amazing things with my team this year. Um because I think we deserve it. We deserve it and we have a lot of talent and we're putting a lot of work in and I think it's going to pay off in the future. 
and I think I think that all of the girls are really focused. They are working really really hard, and they all want to to win an ACC championship. We obviously compete against really tough teams such as UNC, Duke, um, NC State, Georgia Tech, but. We are becoming really tough, and we are basically getting ready now for for those moments in the past season. And honestly, I don't think it's about the the accolades or the awards or the or the tournaments that we win, but it's about all the memories that we're making along the way. Um, that's gonna make our team stronger, and I'm really looking forward to to experience yeah. all of that. Absolutely, it's going to be a very fun season to uh, to watch you guys. You guys, you know, such a talented lineup coming back. Um, again, for you personally, given the amount of success that you've had uh, in college, and I, I believe pro tennis, something you've mentioned, you definitely want to pursue. Was there any inkling in your mind, you know, maybe after the freshman year, the sophomore year? I can only certainly imagine after this season <laughs> to just, you know give it up and to turn pro given where your level of tennis is at or again you talked about your commitment earlier was committing to the four years something you knew you were going to do from the from the onset with threats to our nation waiting around every corner adaptability is more important than ever when conditions change without notice quick strategic thinking is crucial and with obstacles consistently impending determination is essential in overcoming them it's this willingness decisiveness and resilience that sets marines apart With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Honestly, I've never thought in the last four years of leaving college or just deciding to go in pro earlier. Um, when I came into college, I thought of this as a four-year process. And that's what I want, and that's what I want to do. And and I'm just really happy that I decided to make that decision um, because this this is just helping me so much, and not only regarding my, my tennis, but also my personality, um, my way of thinking, my mindset on and off the court. This has just been an, an amazing process, and I, I think that um, it should be like a four-year process, you know? Um, obviously my tennis level has improved, but that's, that's not enough. That's not, um, enough to just, you know, live in college and, 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 and going pro. So, yeah. yeah. And look, you have listed in your, uh, Go and just facts about you on your personal uh, the website on Miami that not only is your goal to play professional tennis but you want to own a business and when you're a three time ITA scholar athlete the <laughs> skills you learn in college that becomes ever more likely uh, especially when you're an economics major as well um with that in mind my last serious question to you and then we'll end with our rapid fire segment and you know you've kind of alluded to this throughout the pods but just you know straightforward 2019-2020 season. What should college tennis fans expect from the University of Miami women's tennis team? And what are your goals personally for the team? Well, we're going to kill it. We're rocking. <laughs> we're ready to go. Miami tennis is ready to go. And we're working very, very hard uh, since the summer to, to do amazing and, you know, to, to compete next to um, all these um, tough teams. And we're ready to go. So, yeah, I think, 
all these teams better be ready because <laughs> <laughs> yeah we're we're really excited and again it's it's not about how many matches we win i think where it's it's basically about experimenting new things and and overcoming new obstacles um facing new challenges and and become tougher along the way and personally um i think that as a leader of the team i want to keep helping um, all of my teammates through my work ethic. Um, I think that's really important because um, talent, is, talent is powerful. Talent is, is important, but hard work is, is something unique, special, and hard work is going to be talent at the end of the day. Um, if it is consistent and, and well done and, and you know, um, and if also the right mindset is there, so yeah, I, I really, I really want my teammates to know that that I'm, I'm with them um, every step along the way, and and personally, um, I just want to to help my teammates as much as I can, um, make the University of Miami tennis program better. Um, that's that's the reason why I'm here for, and and also, I mean, if I can win another NCAA title. Let's do it, you know? <laughs> yeah, no, look, spoken like someone who's the ITA Southeast Region Arthur S. Sportsmanship and Leadership Award winner. Uh, that's the answer you look for from that. <laughs> I, I completely agree. Um, but with that being said, one last thing I want to do with you. It's something we do with all of our guests. Uh, a little rapid fire questions at you so our listeners can learn a little bit more about you. Rapid fire in the sense that I will, it's an excuse for me to ask a lot of questions in a short period of time, but take how long you want with the answers sound good okay short answers uh no as long as you want you know if it's an interesting question to you go for it okay all right so with that said you won't hear it now but west off give me a rapid fire sound effect please so the place i want to start and again i'm looking in your bio is stella perez somariba better at tennis or playing the spanish guitar tennis (laughs) but is it close No, 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 not even close. <laughs> oh, I, I mean, I, I feel like I, I could see you playing the guitar. Well, some people say that I actually play well, but I do not want to believe them because they make me play the guitar in front of them, and I just refuse to do that. <laughs> no, that's completely fair. All right, well, I want to I want to do some team centric ones because for college tennis, uh, so much of your time spent with your teammates. Uh, so, you know, we'll start out with the easy ones and then we'll get a little trickier as we go. But your favorite hitting partner on the team? Oof. Junaito. Just because? Because she makes tons of balls. <laughs> I <laughs> no, love that's, it. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. Um, your your uh, favorite teammate to get dinner with? Um, Davinia Chong. The funniest teammate you have? Um, Uliana Shirokova. <laughs> the best teammate to go out with? Uliana Shirokova. <laughs> <laughs> all right, this is the real tricky one. And it's all out of love. In practice, we're all trying to get each other better. With that context in mind, the teammate most likely to hook you during a practice set? Um. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Um, we all have one. And look, this isn't throwing them under the bus. It's out of love. It's an affectionate hook. It's like, oh, are you paying attention, Stella? Because I'm going to win this if you're not. Honestly, like, seriously, nobody. 
Or everybody. Uh, <laughs> or everybody. Good answer. I'll take that. Um, no, that that's half the fun of these practice sessions, right? Um, yes. All right, non-team related. Your favorite city in the world? Um, in New York. Good answer. Um, interesting answer. I didn't expect that. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. We'll keep going. Your Do you have a pregame song you listen to? Yes. Um, oh, my God. I just forgot about the name. Um, <laughs> it's called... Wait, 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 wait. It's called Past Lives by Borns. Okay. Never heard of it, but it's on my short list. Yes. Now. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, um, if it's endorsed by an NCAA champion, I'm <laughs> in. Um, all right, the event you hope to play the most in your career? The Mucha Madrid Open and the and the US Open. Again, New York, two good answers. Um, <laughs> your favorite tennis player? Roger Federer. Of course. Um, ah, I... I I have a take. I have said it too many times. It's not that I don't love Federer. It's just like I need someone new to win so badly. <laughs> it's it's ruining everything. It's ruining my hairline. He's too good. It's just a, He's too good. Yeah, no, clearly. Um, all right. Well, then, some non-tennis related ones. Um, when when you are not on the court, you are most likely doing what? Um, getting a coffee. <laughs> just stay awake when you're yeah. Bailing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> No, it makes that uh, the best part about living in Miami. The palm trees. I love palm trees. I love the weather. I love the city. The mixture of the mix of of cultures. The food is amazing. The ocean. The sunsets. My right answer is sunsets. The sunsets are unbelievable, and they make my my day just way better. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I can. It's so beautiful that my brother just moved there, and yeah, I'm, I'm incredibly jealous. Um, <laughs> all right, my last question for you, and again, this is a longer answer, but for people who come out to see the University of Miami women's tennis team play this year, what should they expect from this group? They should expect fight, fight from every single court. Um, they're gonna see a battle. They're gonna see women just playing tennis, enjoying the moment, and just representing the university um, so well. It's gonna be it's gonna be amazing, and and they just should expect and um, you know a great team that is working towards the same goal, that is really focused, that is um, really excited, and that is really passionate about what they are doing. Yeah, well, it, you guys are certainly one of the teams that I know we will all be watching closely at Crack Rackets. And, you know, given the success you've had, that it's your senior year, you got to watch the great one in her last season before she goes out. So, Estela <laughs> Perez, Somariba, thank you so much for taking the time. Good luck to you and your Miami Hurricanes throughout the season. And don't be a stranger. You know, when you sweep the ITA fall events, we'd be, you know, we'd love to have you back on. <laughs> of course, me too. Thank you so much for for letting me talk to you guys and and you know i'm just really excited and thank you for for following up and hopefully i don't know i get to do another interview yeah <laughs> in <absolutely>. time. <laughs> I, I, we look forward to it so take care <laughs> thank you very much bye yeah.